Warning, this is a satirical rugby podcast for degenerate gamblers, rugby fanatics, and anyone in between. If that sounds like you, you've come to the right place. If you're easily offended, oh well, who cares, who knows, why bother? Welcome to Rugby Pickle. We are back in studio. I'm BT and my co-host, Uncle Johnny. Hello. Before we get started on this week, we will open up with, drumroll please, Uncle Johnny's State of the Rugby Union. Big weekend of rugby for rugby fans out there and players uh, alike. Uh, This was a... Just a lot of rugby going on across the country. The big fixture that everybody was talking about. Well, maybe not everybody. Was everybody talking about it? Not everybody. Wales in South Africa playing in RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. Kind of a sloppy game. Some good rugby in there. Both sides had great squads. So, I mean, it was some high-level rugby to watch if you were one of the 21,000 people that showed up, came through the turnstiles. Kind of a disappointing uh, attendance. Uh, They had 27,000 to break even. And BTA, honestly, that our goal is break even, is success, is, is somewhat sad, but that's where we are now, you know? Well, this is Rim's final mess, and um, everybody's been taken off the board at this point, but... You could say it was their one last final shit that they laid uh, on the USA rugby doorstep. And it was um, rims, the, it's the old poop crown on top of the dumpster fire that is rims. So it was a crowning achievement of sorts. Yeah. But it was a good show, and uh, there were a lot of people that showed up. at 21,000, that's, that's more than I expected, to be honest. RFK is a huge stadium. Um, it's very old. It'll probably get knocked down in the next decade and rebuilt something new and fancy. Um but we had some booths, some sources on the ground uh, in the D.C. metropolitan area that said there was good grassroots rugby all over in the weekend. High school players were there. Club players were there. College players were there. Um, Dunleavy, who is making the MLR D.C. team happen next year, was on the ground making sure that all the clubs were getting connected here and about MLR. He's a guy involved with the Washington Irish um, and from my sources in the Washington Irish, I'm hearing it was a great weekend in D.C. Yeah, good to be a, a rugby fan in D.C. And it, and they're going to need that type of support and momentum uh, on the grassroots level for their MLR team. We, we think that's going to be a success for that market. Uh, but Wales pipped uh, South Africa in a close match. Uh, so fans got to enjoy that. Uh, and our sevens team was playing in London, BP. Our, uh, our Eagles were closing out the World Sevens Series, lost to Ireland, who was the surprise of the entire weekend. So we finished sixth and then moved up to fifth in the standings with one week to go in Paris. Uh, next week to close out the Sevens Series and then working our way up to the World Cup in San Francisco for Sevens. Yes, The women were off this weekend. They'll be active in Paris, but the the men had a mixed bag in London. I mean, I, I think we all know that we should be able to compete 
and win against the top tier teams to get knocked off by Ireland is a little disappointing. I mean, good for them. Yeah, the Ireland game was it was Danny Barrett up the sides throwing people off him, but the second and third defenders closed very well for Ireland. Took him out of bounds two or three times, and they just jumped on top of us, seventeen nothing in the first half, um, and there was no answer, but. You know, the boys have had a really good season. We only have the one uh, place in Vegas where we won gold. Um, We've been inconsistent throughout the year, missing the quarterfinals a couple times. And if you want to compete for those top finishes with Fiji, South Africa, and New Zealand, um, you can never miss the quarters. You always got to be in the semis. We're getting there. Friday clearly is probably one of the most successful coaches in USA rugby history just because... He's only been coaching for a little while, and we've been good. So, I mean, he's been around longer. Yeah. We need so when you talk about consistency, what how we get that through our playing style is going to to be a trickle down from consistency at the coaching level and in USA Rugby and every level, uh, coaching consistency is hit or miss, right? So. Uh, it's good to see him as a stalwart and, and, and really trying to establish that consistency, and everybody loves, loves One him. more stop on the tour. The boys play in Paris, but it looks like we'll finish right around fifth. Uh, but the big trophy, the lead-up this whole season has been Rugby World Cup 7s in San Francisco. Rugby Pickham's going to be there. We'll have boots on the ground um, giving you interviews with the players and hopefully some live behind-the-scenes action. Johnny, we got to get on those press passes. Yep. I've been telling you for a while. Well, who do we have to email here to get some press passes uh, to walk up to Pac Bell Park and uh, act like we belong? We'll, we'll be out there. It's going to be a great weekend. But another, another huge uh, part of the weekend in the rugby world here in the U.S. were the club championships in Glendale, Colorado. We saw a lot of action. And really, for me, BT, club rugby is the heart and soul uh, of American rugby. There's a lot that goes into investment in the the youth game that's extremely valuable, and there's a lot of focus on pro, and this is an MLR podcast. Uh, But isn't it great to go out there and see all the old boys, all the supporters, the husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, the the moms out there crying. Love the moms. God, it it was just it's great to see that true heart of club rugby, and we got to see a lot of high flying action with Life West Gladiatrix running out a ninety one to twenty two win over the Raleigh Venom in the D one women's final. That's a re- repeat of last year's D one final. Tries here, selling tries. Who wants tries? Holy. <laughs> Offloads. Life West was just running and gunning. They're they're really um, something to watch out there. Congratulations to those gals. Mystic River taking down Belmont in a thriller, twenty five to twenty four. Belmont playing their typical rope a dope. They just hang in the game, hang in the game, and they had a chance at the end, just like they had done uh, against the Austin Blacks in the semifinals and taking them out in the last play of the game. So they were there. They. They had a chance, but congrats to Mystic River. Mystic played down a man for almost 40 minutes. It was insane. Uh, it was one of the best down a man games I've seen. Congrats to Mystic. Buzzy and his boys. Uh, I'm sorry I missed you this weekend, Buzzy, but we'll see you at Aspen Rugger Fest in the fall. Yeah, the Boston folks, the Mystic River folks were out in full force. 
getting after it. Austin Black's D3 take the title again. Storied club. And Charlotte D2 women win the first title for that rugby club, the Charlotte Rugby Club, in their history. So congrats to them uh, winning over St. Louis. The D2 final saw a real fan favorite, our Denver Barbarians, winning 39-38 to over a valiant Detroit Tradesman effort. What a game! Yeah, John, it was fun. I had the honor of uh, playing on the weak side flanker for the Denver Barbarians. And, you know, they always say you'll remember your first. And that was a hell of a game. I'll always remember that final. We won by one point right at the end. But hats go off to Detroit. They're a hell of a team. I can barely move, and it's been like three days since. We've also had a hell of a time here in Denver. A little uh, bit of a ripper. Hour. Yeah, you know. You got to live in the moment. You got to celebrate. But... So much went into it. Um, we got great coaches, great people who support our club. So more of that to come in the future. Great weekend uh, to be a rugby fan. Great weekend to be a, a, in Denver. So Guess what, Johnny? What's up? We had three MLR games as well this weekend. We did. It was kind of like rugby overload. Yeah, it was hard to keep up with. Never enough rugby here for the rugby pick'em crew. So, Friday night game. Austin Elite. At home against the Utah Warriors. We both backed Austin. We said, yep. Austin does nothing but win at home. And guess what? They did it again. A multitude of tries. 41-33 over Utah. Uh, Austin looking impressive. And again, I feel, you know, again, that strength is playing as a team. They got some really good playmakers, but everybody does their job on that team. Sunni Ola's are firing in the centers. Uh, Thyson Donahue had a hell of a game. And Marcus Walsh was our spiciest scrummy. He scored every time they've won. He plays fast. He's got a big fucking head. Marcus Walsh, spiciest scrummy. I picked in the dot, and he got in. Now, Austin has now kind of gotten a... I wouldn't say a stranglehold on the lead of the middle, but they've established themselves as the number three rank, and it looks like Harpo's prediction is coming to fruition. He said San Diego would tank in the second half and also would make the playoffs, and it seems as though that is coming along. Game two featured the Seattle Seawolves traveling down to Houston, and it was a boring game. It was hot. It was sweaty. It was messy. Seattle just grinded them down. The final was 20-7. to seven. Um, And uh, first team all hair. Ooh, we had, a, we had a contender for first team all hair. And it was Vili Tolotao. Vili Tolotao had a big weekend shake. The fro. So we got first team all hair for the big Coco fro. And he got called up for the Eagles, too, uh, replacing Tony Lamborn, who is now unavailable. Got a yellow card. A real just all over the place kind of weekend for this kid. But he's a, he's a bowling ball. He, he runs downhill, and he's hard to tackle. Takes two or three guys every time he takes the ball into contact. So maybe we'll see him out there with the Eagles next weekend. Yeah. So right now, Johnny, Seattle has clinched their spot in the semis. They're up one point against Glendale, but Glendale's got a game to play. And Houston needs help at this point. They need to win out, and they need help. It's not looking good for the Sabercats. Did they burn out with the huge preseason? I I don't think that's an excuse. 
at all. Um, I think a lot of what you're what you're seeing is uh, a chemistry balance or lack thereof. You know, these teams are. This is a new league, so these teams are kind of trying to gel and come together. On to the last game, and the Glendale Raptors, after taking two weeks off, routed Nola in the second half down at Shaw Field. Zach Finolio scored. Will McGee played another 80-minute performance, going 6-for-7 off the tee, and Glendale looks strong as ever. Yeah, they really had control of the game, and uh, it's it's got to be... Hard not to think that they're, you know, the the dominant team in the MLR. They are. They're undefeated. Um, we're going to see another game with Seattle back here in Glendale. Yeah. Um, so that'll kind of be potentially a final preview, potentially a semifinal preview. It looks as though Seattle and Glendale are going to hold themselves in one and two, which means that they won't play each other that semifinal weekend. Uh, we'll see. Those two teams are definitely in. Um, they were predicted to be one of the better two teams in the beginning of the season. Well, I was hot on Seattle. But the Seattle's just got that veteran lineup, you know? And just because they didn't have a coach uh, doesn't mean that veterans still can't get out there and play. Glendale, are we going to see a lot of these players playing for the Eagles against the Bears next week? We sure, we sure will. I mean, I've I got to say Sean Davies is the, He's first, gotta be he's the first choice number nine in my book. I, I don't see how he doesn't get selected. Yeah, the I, I proposed the question before. What do you do at 10? McGinty has had a great season in Europe. Will McGee's played a great, phenomenal season for Glendale. Uh, if you can use McGinty in the centers, I say go for it. But both of those guys are certainly going to get a start. So McGinty to McGee, 10, 12. I, I like McGee to McGinty. McGee to McGinty. Then again, Mags to Mags. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. the one in practice watching yeah. the two work together. So... Uh, maybe Gary Gold will uh, give the fans a little viewer session this week when they train in, in Denver. Um, but, Johnny, as all good teams do, when they send players up, they have backfill. And we are about to break news here on Rugby Pick'em for the first time. We can confirm um, that Logan Collins, who just won a championship with the Denver Barbarians, he's a Denver Barbarian stalwart. He played on the Pro Rugby Stampede team. He's also played some professional matches with Glendale. He will be slotting in Friday night when the Houston Sabercats come to town. Smooth hands, Jones. Old corn dog, they call him. He's, a, he's an interesting cat, and he's a hell of a leader on the rugby field. Fan favorite. So the weekend coming up, the MLR big matchup I'm excited about is Seattle Seawolves and the Austin Elite. That's... That's the two and three on the table. Be a pretty good match, yeah. yeah. Is that going to be down in Austin? Uh, yes, that will be at Austin. So that's a factor for Seattle. But you know, I still feel you know Seattle's got uh, a little bit of an edge in the forwards. That that to me is the most valuable thing. That's why they're so successful this season. They're, yeah, their pack. Shermer, the front row, Paulson in the second row. They're all bruisers. Um, yeah, we'll see. Austin plays really well at home. Um, but who knows what's going to happen in that game. And then the other, the third match is on Saturday. It's the San Diego Legion at Nola Gold. Uh, we're going to preview some. This is kind of a do or die, right, for both teams. You either win or your your chances are really, really smushed. Smushed, that's an interesting word to use for yeah. a rugby table. <laughs> your chances are dampened if you don't win 
in this game. San Diego, NOLA, uh, still, those teams are still playing well. It's just, you know, they're they're battling more the bottom of the table right now. But, Johnny, this week on our Rugby Pick'em, we're doing something different. Like all creatives, you know, we have to adapt and roll and show our diversity. We're not doing MLR Pick'em games. We are doing our June International Tests. And, boy, do we have one hell of a lineup. Ooh. I'm Matt McCarthy, Rugby Wrap-Up. And this is Rugby Pickup. Let's start with the mighty All Blacks hosting France at Eden Park. They are heavily favored by 25 points. They're favored by 25? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I dig that. I take New Zealand and the points. I mean, them in Eden Park is the ultimate home field advantage. They yeah. never lose there. I don't. I, I think they're clearing that 25-point spread. I mean, if you think about it, too, these these uh, Kiwis are totally in form. They're in-season form. Super Rugby's cracking off. And the French can be really competitive. But when French are out of form, you know what they're doing? They're not. They're eating cheese and drinking <laughs> wine. Like I mean, they're not. They're, these guys aren't. Uh, out of season necessarily, but it's just they're they're not uh, as cohesive probably as where what the All Blacks are going to bring. We're going with chalk. We're taking the All Blacks. The next game features Ireland on the road playing Australia in Brisbane at Suncor Stadium, and according to Paddy Power, the Irish are two point favorites. Ooh. I know they're ranked third in the world. Um, Sexton's on the best form of anybody right now. Of any fly half. I mean, the Super Rugby fans will argue that he's kind of one-dimensional and he's no Bowden Barrett with his side-to-side agility, but the guy just won the Grand Slam for Ireland in the Six Nations. He won the European Cup with Leinster. The guy just wins. He probably, I can't even keep track of the damn European trophies, but Johnny Sexton has done nothing but one in the entire 2018 season. So I'm taking Ireland on the road to cover the two points. The Irish are going to beat the Australians in Brisbane. Clinical. Clinical. That's that's how they would win, I, I think. Game three features England on the road facing the Springboks in Johannesburg. England is a three point underdog, but we all know home field advantage equates to three points, so this one is pretty much a pick'em game. Who do you got? Eddie Jones and the Rosemen or the Springboks at home? Who you got? You know, I'm going to favor England, not even knowing what type of lineup the Springboks are, are coming with. They just haven't shown a lot of consistency. And the in South Africa, rugby, uh, it's just a really proud rugby nation, but they're, you know, they're at, they've, they've been having some, some struggles and, and they have mixed selections too where where they're they're trying out different people in different positions which is good for the long road but i am picking england well they've rolled through coaches kind of like we have right within the usa setup right they had Coetzee and he's gone and it's got to be hard as hell to be a coach for south africa the expectations are so high the media the rugby media is savage in south africa if you read sa rugby mag or any of these uh publications they are relentless. They have high expectations, high hopes, which is great, but uh, they, they have a very short patience for uh, coaches and decision-making and selection. So uh, that's still going to be a close one. All right, so you're going to take England on the road. I'll take South Africa at home. Eddie Jones and his men got off to an unbelievable start when he started coaching the team, but they showed some uh, chinks in the armor this Six Nations 
um, and it's always tough playing at altitude. We've got a few other um, middle table games. So Tonga's at Georgia. Fiji uh, is playing Samoa. Uh, Japan will be playing a host to Italy. Uh, and Scotland will be traveling to Canada. Those are the Tier 2 matches. We're not going to go into the spreads with them. But, Johnny, there is one Tier 2 match that is not on potty power, that nobody is betting on, and it's the USA Eagles hosting the Russia Bears. Tell you what, once gambling is legalized in the U.S., Vegas, call me. I got all your lines here at Rugby Pick'em. If you don't know anything about rugby, don't worry. Uncle Johnny's seen more games than anybody has. He'll set the lines for you. Where are we setting this line? USA hosting Russia at altitude. We're obviously favoring the U.S. in this battle. Yeah! But I'm going to say let's keep it... Uh, you never know what Russia's going to bring. It's really unpredictable, but I, I think it's going to be physical. I think a nine-point spread. Will Putin be launching some sort of online assault yeah. um, against our players, perhaps? Probably. <laughs> so going after their families trolling. and friends, <laughs> leading up into kickoff. Social media. Sick the bots on them. Well, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to have a battle. The Cold War is coming to Denver. Dick's Sporting Goods Park. We're about to take down some oligarchs. Be yeah. out there uh, Saturday at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Uh, it's at... Three? Time to be determined. Saturday, June 9th. 7 p.m. Saturday, June 9th. Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And going around that tournament all weekend is one of the premier high school elite uh, representative tournaments in the country. The Rocky Mountain Challenge. So there'll be all the top representative high school sides uh, from around the country. It'll be on the fields right outside of the stadium at Dick's. Also have boots on the ground at Houston Glendale Friday night. If you see the guys with the red microphone, come by, drop us a line. Until next week, I'm BT, and on behalf of my co-host Uncle Johnny, we will see you later. Rugby pickle. Pickle. Guess what? So our website has launched. Where do you find all the content for Rugby Pick'em? Rugbypick'em.com. It's that easy. Perhaps. www.rugbypick'em.com.
just talking rugby, telling stories. Smushed, 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 smushed. Three?